I thank you for that, Mike. And Miss Hannah is the one who fills those bags and, and helps to ensure that, that there's things in there for the kids to keep them busy during our service, and we, we thank her for that. So speaking of things that, that people do around here at the church, this is Labor Day weekend. Uh, this is the time of year when um, people from all different educational backgrounds and, and professional backgrounds kind of, kind of join our hearts together in our country and lift up labor of all sorts, right? We all have different uh, laboring that we do, um, but on Labor Day weekend, we lift it up. We have a parade in downtown Pittsburgh and many other cities around the United States, and so our thoughts turn to labor as we think about our laborers, and as we think about the work that each of us do in our lives. And so, uh, I thought, as your preacher for today, that it would be a good opportunity just to take a few minutes and see what our scriptures teach us about our work, our labors. And so, to do that, uh, I'm, I have chosen three, they're very short scripture passages for you this morning, both from the Old Testament and the New, but all of these, the common theme is work, okay, is our labors. So, I'm going to start in the Old Testament with Proverbs. I'm going to read Proverbs 16, verse 3, and it says this, it says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Then we're jumping over to the New Testament and listening to the words of the Apostle Paul. Paul talks uh, quite a bit about work. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, Paul says this, Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. And then finally, some more words from the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Colossians, when he said in chapter 3, starting in verse 23, he said, Whatever your task, put yourselves into it, as done for the Lord and not for your master's. Since you know that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward, you serve the Lord Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. A gracious God, we thank you for bringing us to church today on this Labor Day weekend. And so now, Lord, we ask that you would grant us the power of your Holy Spirit to, to think about these words from Scripture that have to do with our labors, Lord. Please help us to understand these words and to take them into our lives, all in an effort to be better disciples, better representatives of you and your Son, Jesus Christ. And it is in his name that we pray. Amen. Well, a few years ago, I came across a story about an amazing man who works for a Christian television station. He was profiled, actually profiled on, on the news one day as I was watching, and I was so impressed with the story that I, I saved the video and I wanted to show it to you today. So let's take a look at this short video that Stephanie's going to play for us. 
Today is Labor Day, a time when many people get to take a break from the daily grind. Well, it's also a good time to reflect on why our work matters to God. One of the ideas that emerged from the Protestant Reformation was the sacredness of all professions, not just the ministry. In his final story for CBN News, my colleague Lee Webb introduces us to a man who lives that very idea with great passion. Lord, prepare me. You're about to meet one of the most important people here at CBN. Not just for what he does, but for how he does it. Tried and true. It's work, but I'm worshiping. When I'm in that restroom, I'm finding myself in the Lord. I'm entering into the presence of God while I'm in the restroom working, sir. Stephen Pierce sees his work as much more than the tasks he's assigned to perform. If you get trapped up in the work part of it, then you will lost the whole meaning while you're here. I don't look at it as just as work. I look at it as a calling. I'm here ministering, cleaning, worshiping, and ministering while I do what I do. God bless you, Sister Lori. How you doing? He's just such a great example of how you can work and honor God and glorify God every moment of the day, regardless of what you do. We end up richly rewarded. Oh, come on, come on, soldier. Love you, man. <laughs> Love you, man. He really is a breath of fresh air. I mean, not only is he a gentleman and a man of excellence in everything that he does day in and day out, yes, Lord. but you know, at the end of the day, he does this unto the Lord. Praise God. The Apostle Paul wrote about that very principle in his letter to the Colossians. He wrote, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. That resonates with you, doesn't it? Absolutely. If I've done everything for myself, Lee, I would probably be a multimillionaire by now. But what I do is not for me. It's never for me. It's never about me. It's all about God, man. It has always been about God in my life. So when I work, I am truly working unto the Lord, sir. Amazing, isn't it? Stefan is really an amazing person. I would love, love to meet him in person sometime. Uh, he, he's so amazing the way he gives up everything that he does to God. I have to tell you, the first time I saw this video, I almost thought, you know, is this guy for real? You know, like, is somebody really that, that good and, and that honorable that he lifts up everything that he does to the Lord? But the more I watched it, uh, the more I realized he is for real. He is the custodian at the Christian Broadcasting Network. And he approaches his work with the mind of the Apostle Paul who says, whatever your task, put yourselves into it as if done for the Lord. Stephen sees no separation between what he does on Sunday morning when he comes to his church and worships the Lord and what he does Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, right? He's an amazing example that I think all of us can learn from. But there's another reason. There's another reason that I know that Stefan is for real, okay? And that his story is for real. And that is because I see a similar thing happening at our church here, at Swickley Presbyterian Church, each and every day. Let me explain. So this past Tuesday, Tuesday, was a big day here at our church. It was. No, it wasn't Christmas. Uh, no, it wasn't Easter. No, it wasn't even day on the lawn. <laughs> Tuesday 
was the day when our beloved custodian, Joey, returned from his summer away. Now, Joey had been gone for, well, it was at least six weeks, seemed like 60 weeks to me, you know, but he was gone for at least six weeks back in the Philippines visiting his family. And while we all completely understood his need to go and connect with his extended family, uh, but nevertheless, his absence left a huge hole in our church. Every week, Every week at staff meeting, somebody would ask Laura, our business manager, somebody would say, when is Joey coming back? <laughs> and she would say, August 30th, he's coming back August 30th. And even though she would tell us that a few days later, somebody would ask it again, right? When is Joey coming back? And I would always uh, follow up by saying, you know, y'all could replace me in a heartbeat, right? Preachers come dime a dozen, but Joey, mm. Joey is really, really hard to replace. And so it was with excitement that I woke up this past Tuesday and I drove to the church excited to welcome Joey back. I found out that Pastor Derek felt exactly the same way. When Pastor Derek arrived here at the church, he made a beeline for Joey. He took a picture of Joey. He texted it to his wife, Erin, with the caption, Joey's back, right? Joey's back. And so for the past week, all of the staff, we've all been smiling, <laughs> smiling and happy and saying, Joey's back to one another. You see, Joey is our custodian, and he definitely does those normal uh, custodial things like cleaning and fixing things and replacing all of the paper products and, and things like that. But the amazing thing about Joey is that he does it with such heart. He always has a smile on his face. He always has a kind word. He's always friendly. He'll ask you if he can pray for you. If you have something on your heart you need prayed for, and then he'll ask for prayers in return. And get this. Joey does nice things for the rest of the staff just to be nice, right? Just to be nice. I mean, who does that, right? Who does that? He is a joy to be around. And he exemplifies the words of the Apostle Paul who said, be steadfast, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Both Joey and Stefan on our video a few minutes ago show us that you can indeed be happy with whatever kind of work you do if you look at it as an offering that you are giving up to God. Our scriptures for today, pulled from both the Old Testament and the New, all reflect this notion that our work, whether paid or unpaid, matters to God. Our scriptures said this, the first one said, whatever your task, put yourselves into it as if done for the Lord. The other one said, you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain, and finally, the third one said, commit your work to the Lord. That's one of those things that could be a memory verse, right? Commit your work to the Lord. And given the fact that the majority, the majority of our waking time is spent working, whether paid or unpaid, 
That time should be used to glorify God just as much as the one hour that we gather together here in our sanctuary. The famous reformer John Calvin, the one of the theological uh, founders or fathers of our Reformed Presbyterian faith, was noteworthy for his views on work as well. In his Institutes on the Christian Religion, he agreed with the Apostle Paul when he wrote, No task, no task will be so sordid and base that it will not shine and be reckoned very precious in God's sight. Right? That's John Calvin. I mean, it all makes sense, doesn't it? Everything that we do as Christians should be done unto the Lord. But you know, one of the biggest challenges that we face, we all face, in our lives as Christians is overcoming that disconnect that we sometimes feel between what we do in this room on Sunday morning and what we do the rest of the week, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And if we're being completely honest, it's not always easy to find something in a sermon, I know that, to find something in a sermon or something in a worship service or something in a scripture passage that actually helps us make sense of our lives out there. Do we actually think about our faith when we're trying to work through a problem at work or at home? Do we believe that our work, whether paid or unpaid, matters to God? Do we think of what we do as holy or sacred? And if not, why not? Friends, our God is the God of the entire universe. He is the creator of everything, seen and unseen. God gave us our very lives. God gave us our our minds, our hands, our talents, our blessings, our very being. God calls us to be his people, drawn to him through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. And once we know that, and once we appreciate all that God has done for us, then then our reaction should be a response, a grateful response to him by giving our entire higher lives to him, not just the one hour on Sunday mornings. Gradually, we become informed more and more each day to Christ's likeness, and then we go out into the world, right? God calls us out into the world to share all of our talents, all of our blessings, all of our education, everything we have as we help and we join God in his work of transforming the world. And so, if you, if you are working from home this coming week, as a lot of us are, right, since the pandemic, a lot of us work from our dinner tables or our home offices. If you are doing that this week, start your day with a prayer. Start your day with a prayer, asking Jesus to be with you and guide you in whatever sort of tasks you have to do that day. Understand that everyone, everyone who you Zoom with or, or Microsoft team with or email with, all of those people are going through struggles in their lives just like you are. And then offer your work, 
Offer your work up to the Lord right there from your dining room table. Offer it up to the Lord. If you are a teacher going back to school to teach the the little wee ones or the teens, right? God, God bless our teachers, right? Start your day asking Jesus to be with you in the classroom. Understand that all of the young people under your care are searching and growing and need your counsel and your understanding. And offer, offer your classroom up to the Lord. And if you are a business executive guiding an organization on a corporate mission, start your day asking Jesus to be with you. Asking the Lord to guide you in all of your decision-making, whether small or large. Understand that your faith and the spirit of Christ that lives in you has the chance to touch others and make our world a better place. And offer your business, offer the whole thing up to the Lord. Friends, this doesn't happen overnight. I guarantee you that Stefan wasn't like that when he first started out to work. It can take years to reach this level of understanding. But to get to that point where he is, we need to constantly remind ourselves on Labor Day and every day that God calls us to be his people. Not just right now, between 10 and 11 Sunday morning, but all the time. And when you reach that point, when you get to that point that literally everything you do is lifted up joyfully to the Lord, then I bet people will say about you, you know, hey, Mike's back, Ann's back, Bill's back, yay, right? As you carry, as you carry Christ's spirit with you into the world, wherever you may be. May it be so, my friends. May it be so.